Hello and welcome everyone. Good to see you all. Um, ben, unfortunately, is incapacitated today and will not be joining us at this point. So, <clears throat> uh, I'll turn my speakers off. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get on with things. I think we'll start with the uh, back gender reform that Alan Smith has um, apparently said to the SNP members, saying that um, if they don't back um, gender reform, then they should leave the party and stand as independent candidates. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? Um, it's the SNP being the SNP again, you know, it's their way or it's the highway. There's no room for any kind of dissent within the SNP. It really is a, a autocratic, dictatorial organisation that has one sole purpose, and that sole purpose is Nicola Sturgeon. It's not independence, it's Nicola Sturgeon. Nicola Sturgeon's purpose is independence at any cost. But, you know, um, it's, it's annoying. It really is annoying. Um, the SNP are just... They're a complete bunch of non-entities, as far as I'm concerned. They've destroyed Scotland. They've put in all these stupid, stupid rules. So they've, they've, they've really done us a disservice. Scotland's not the country it used to be. It's not somewhere that you really want to live if you can avoid it. Um, and, and I don't know what the solution is. Uh, anyway... Welcome to this episode 195 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John. Uh, that's all you got today, folks. Sorry. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. And moving on, let's start with um, the first slide of the day, which should be over here. As you can see, things don't run as slickly when Ben's not here, do they? Or do they? Anyway, um, OBS decided to play up, so I had to use my old frame, so we can see the ghost of Ben is below me. So maybe this might help then with regard to the last uh, conversation we just had two minutes ago Nicola Sturgeon said to be the verge of quitting after a trans backlash now I don't think it's a backlash from the people who are trans I think it's a backlash about um, what's going on regarding her uh, will she won't she send people to prison uh, or send people to appropriate prisons <laughs> or send appropriate people to appropriate prisons so the whole thing is uh, is completely ridiculous. I cannot see Nicola Sturgeon resigning because her ego is just way too big for it. I think you'll need to force her out with... Well, I don't know what you'd have to force her out with, but... I, I, I really don't think she thinks she's ever done anything wrong and she, she won't answer a question. She'll come back to you at a later date. You know, it's not really relevant. Um, I, I don't have that information to hand right now. Uh, no. <laughs> she just doesn't answer for everything. And I, I can't see her. I can't see her resigning. But I really hope she does. I really, really hope she does. So we'll see what happens then. She is a tartan Jacinda. Um, she's probably worse than a tartan Jacinda, to be fair. She's just a horrible, horrible person. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's uh, Nicola Sturgeon, Ur Nicky. Moving on, um, this is quite an interesting tweet from Spetsnaz, and it comes with a video from an Australian mercenary fighting in the Ukraine and describing his experience and knowledge on the Wagner forces. This is a the Wagner Battalion of the Russian. Um, this is a, it's a semi-private army, isn't it? It's owned by some oligarch, and he he's. Um, He's fighting on behalf of Russia. 
And and it's always been reported that the trips have been kind of, you know, pulled from prisons and recruited from ex-cons and things. So they're, they're the scum of the scum. They're not really very well trained. They're not well equipped. And they're just being used as cannon fodder and thrown at the... Uh, thrown at Ukraine just to just to make up numbers. Well, this guy's telling a completely different story, and, and he alleges that, I mean, and he certainly sounds Australian when you listen to the video. If, if you want to go and seek out the video and watch it, it's, it's well worth uh, listening to. So he alleges that he's boots on the ground in Ukraine, he's fighting for Ukraine against Russia, and he said the Wagner Battalion are incredibly well equipped. They've got... Uh, Bluetooth tracking and uh, drone drones coordinating their movements. They've got uh, integrated artillery fire with their movements so they don't get shelled by their own side. They have overwhelming amount of people compared to the Ukrainians. They've got fantastic um, organisation. They're well-led and they appear to be well-trained and equipped as opposed to the Ukrainians, which apparently don't even have night vision equipment. He said, this, guy's, this guy, um, he's trying to, to treat, he's trying to teach the Ukrainians to fight at night. They don't even have simple night vision equipment. They're, they're so poorly equipped. He says, um, they're just getting, they're just getting ground up. And, and I do tend to believe him. I do tend to believe him. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, but I don't think I, I cannot countenance the fact that um, the defence of Ukraine continue every every day to put forward. You know the they they put forward the, um, the the death count of the Russians that they've killed, and it's just a it's a nonsense. It really is. It's a complete and utter nonsense. So um, <laughs> you can be criminalised now for burning wood. So if you have a wood burner and the council catch you and you're not you're in a zone where you're not allowed to burn wood, a zero emission zone or whatever you're called, they're going to give you a £300 fine and a criminal record if you flout the air pollution laws. So wood burning stoves are not for you if you live in such an area. This is despite the popularity of wood burning and the fact that it's something that we've traditionally done to keep warm forever. <laughs> It's just, the world's just gone mad. I mean, it really has. And and let's face it, burning wood's a carbon-neutral activity because you've already, the, you, all you're doing is releasing the carbon that's locked up in the wood that took the carbon out of the air to grow. So it really is a carbon-neutral activity. So why why the big problem, and apart from, well, apart from some pollution, but we're not getting the pea supers that we used to. I don't know. It's the whole thing. The whole thing is just—it's crazy, isn't it? It's just crazy. It's just pathetic. Let's move on. <laughs> this, this is Elon Musk. So, so this clown at um, the EU said he had a an interesting and productive conversation with Elon Musk about following the DSA rules when twit that committers committed, that Twitter is committed to taking in Europe to comply with them and, he, and Elon Musk replied saying he had, a, he had a good conversation with them and you know they're, they're, um, <laughs> what they're looking for is an alignment with Twitter now that immediately sounds up a red flag to me because if, if anything is an alignment with the EU then I think something's going wrong somewhere because the EU doesn't have anyone's interests in heart Nobody's interest at heart, apart from the EU. And when I say EU, I mean the people that are getting paid by the EU, not the people they represent, because they're not elected, are they? Well, most of them aren't elected. So, yeah, if he goes down that route, it's not free speech. And you're, you're right, Ben, it's definitely not free speech. Um, it's it's a dangerous route to be going down, and I think I think... I think Musk is going to end up caving. I don't think Twitter's going to be the free speech platform that he envisaged when he started this this um, escapade into into social media. I don't think it's quite going his way. I mean, we've got other things that are coming up about Musk as well, so we'll find out. In fact, one of the things I think Ben was party to the uh, conversation. Um, I think it was Ian Miles Chung that started it, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Um... Mm. 
So, um, Harry Gray here. <laughs> Harry Hamish Gray says, My daily commute involves a small stretch next to the motorway with just a painted line for protection. No, it doesn't. Unless you're breaking the law because cycles are not allowed on motorways. That's not a motorway. That line's not there to protect you. That line's there to demarcate the cycle lane. You're in the cycle lane. If you stray outside the cycle lane and get hit by a car, nothing's going to protect you, especially that helmet that you're not wearing. But apart from that, stop being such a ponce. I, I mean, do people not remember? I, I used to ride my bike in the 80s and, like, you didn't have cycle lanes, no such thing. Cars went everywhere at speed and poorly controlled and every third driver drunk. <laughs> Try the 80s, mate, and see how long you last. You just, everybody's such a freaking Nancy these days. They really are. Uh, yeah, you, you signed, summed it up perfectly, um, Adam. Uh, militant Mushroom. The other thing, um, why is it that cyclists are so, so annoying? You know, I mean, they, seem, they put on their lycra or whatever and they suddenly become, you know, Road, road rage reg they're just like so annoying and they've got a beef about everything or they're running about with cameras filming people using phones stuck in traffic jams you know and, and that's another thing you know it's like in fact well, in fact let's do this You can't use your phone when you're driving your car. No, 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 that's not the case. You can't use your phone when you're sitting in your car. If you've got the keys on you. So you can't use your phone in your car. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. What is the point of a law that says you can't use your phone when effectively no one can police it? I mean, if you're sitting in a traffic jam, the chances of you getting caught using your phone are infinitesimal small. Therefore... It's a stupid, stupid law that can't be enforced and and therefore there's no point in having it. Now, and this goes on to, to one of the rants I had earlier on. You know, I think it was on Monday. Well, why are we making so many laws? Why are we making so many stupid laws that nobody can enforce? The whole thing's ridiculous. I, I mean, who cares if someone's sitting on their, on their phone in a traffic jam where they're not moving? Yeah, if they're moving, fair enough. But if they're not moving, I don't, I don't. Are you allowed to put your phone in a a container? You're not allowed to put your phone in a container and touch it. So when does a phone become a sat nav? And when does a sat nav not become a phone? Are you not allowed to touch a sat nav either? Does that mean you can't change the radio when you're driving your car? Because a lot of that's touchscreen now, isn't it? And your phone can be connected to your radio. So is your radio your phone? See what I mean? The whole thing's a mishmash of nonsense. Absolutely crazy. These, these people need to get a life. They really need to get an absolute life. Hmm. Hmm. So UNICEF, um, UNICEF are saying that pornography doesn't harm children. Um, which I find a bit strange, especially if children were involved in it. But, however, I don't think it's appropriate for children to be exposed to that kind of... Um, that, that kind of thing at, at, you know, any age, really. I mean, wait until they're adults, at least. And and this, this comes on to the idea of children getting... They're getting adultized younger and younger, aren't they? You know, I mean, you've got kids of 12 getting pregnant and things like that. I mean... How? How? I didn't even think about sex at that age. So UNICEF, which is supposed to be looking out for kids, um, says pornography doesn't really harm children. And then, then we have this chap, who the world's largest children's charity founder, is a, has been arrested for raping children in, um, what was it, Nepal. Okay, so he's been arrested. The two kids um, that were taken from him are... Yeah, taken from his custody um, And he has been charged with raping them And he's what? He's a top United Nations advisor So maybe we can figure out Where the information about pornography not harming kids is coming from 
maybe. It, it does seem to be that there is an incredible amount of these kind of people in positions of authority. Now, the question is, do they end up in positions of authority or, you know, and then become like that by being corrupted? Or are they corrupt and end up in positions of authority because they're so corrupt and you have the, the, the dirt on them that you can control them? That's... It's a can of worms, isn't it, people? It's a can of, can of worms. So we're not quite sure where we're going. Ah, and here we have a treat. A, a treat? A treat? A treat? A treat from uh, Craig Campbell, one of our followers. Uh, thank you, Craig. So, uh, apparently, being sarcastic, I've, I've sunk. <laughs> I've had six eggs today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sarcastic. So, so being sarcastic puts you at greater risk of heart attack, doctors warn. Sarcastic patients are more likely to die young. Okay, I don't think I'm young anymore, but research reveals experts found heart attack victims with gloomy outlooks saw long-term effects. Well, there you go. And, and moving on, straight away, video games could trigger heart attacks in children. No. <laughs> Young people with undiagnosed cardiac issues most at risk if they get too excited playing games. Well, how are you supposed to find out if they're at risk or not? Because they've got an undiagnosed cardiac issue. Now, these things do happen, right? But it seems to me that there's an awful lot of stuff in the media about problems that are going to affect kids when we've never really had this before. Coincidence? Perhaps. <laughs> reading. Reading may cause blood clots and heart failure. According to Xbox, books could be behind to rising cardiac events and strokes. <laughs> you can't even sit and read. So what chances poor Henry got as he reads his portions of his <laughs> of his season? His autobiography, and unfortunately he's not back with us yet, but he is coming back to these screens that you see in front of you. <laughs> I know. The whole thing really is ridiculous. It's it's a complete nonsense. Why why um are they coming out with all these ridiculous things like climate change and all that? You know, <laughs> the weather can be responsible for an alarming increase in strokes. The weather just Bear that in mind, people. The weather is responsible for an alarming increase in strokes. Uh, yes, breathing too fast, breathing too much. Yeah, kids that breathe too fast, that can also um, cause problems. Yeah. Yep, yep, it sure does. <sighs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. So what's Mr. Hancock saying? Well, the Bembridge, the Bembridge has tweeted here, Hancock said he was making a substantial donation to charity out of his I'm a Celeb fee. So he gave away 10k. Substantial to me, but he kept 320,000. <laughs> I mean, we know why he did it, because he needed the money to pay off his wife. But <laughs> so... <laughs> he really is he really is an obnoxious horrible slimy character isn't he I mean what what would you do with it what would you do with it and 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 I'm only I'm only using that um as a rhetorical question I'm not expecting answers please and certainly don't act on them like the guy on the tube and we're at the midpoint as you can see so <laughs> moving on <laughs> The Dagny Tiger. We're a bit ahead of time for the midpoint. Maybe need to slow down. That's because Ben isn't interrupting me and going off on rants. So anyway, Dagny Tiger says the Turkish Parliament will not ratify the protocol on the membership of Sweden and Finland in NATO under the current conditions, says the Turkish Foreign Minister. Now, this is quite good because all it seems you need to do to avoid joining NATO is rile up Turkey. By, for instance, burning the Quran. <laughs> so once you start riling up Turkey, they just go, no, you're not coming into NATO. So I don't think the people of Sweden and Finland are terribly keen on joining NATO because 
to be honest, they're right beside Russia and they really don't want to get involved in any kind of war between Russia and NATO. So I don't think the people are that keen, but the you know the the hierarchy probably are because they've been told to be. Um, but it would appear that if you just if you just wind up Turkey, they're going to keep vetoing your membership, which is a good thing. I think that's a good thing. I endorse this behaviour, Sweden and Finland. Right, moving on. Um, Uncle Joe. <laughs> now, Uncle Joe has said he's not going to send F-16 jets to Zelensky, i.e. Ukraine. Now, you've got to remember, Uncle Joe said, uh, we won't be sending tanks to Ukraine. That's like starting World War Three. Uh, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> well, they say they're sending tanks to, to Ukraine, but the United States will not be able to deliver Abraham's tank Abraham's tanks to Ukraine until the end of this year. And that's this year, 2023. Will there still be a Ukraine in 2024? Will there? Yeah. We'll see. Um just it's really becoming tiresome now, isn't it, Ukraine? It's like and and when I say that, I don't mean to denigrate the people that are there fighting either side, you know, for what they believe in or what they don't believe in. But, you know, it's like, why is the West so invested in it? Why is the West throwing so much at it? Why is it costing the West so much, both in terms of equipment or equipment they want to get rid of, um, but also in terms of sanctions? Because the sanctions aren't hurting Russia. I mean, the IMF report, Russia's doing way better than expected. <laughs> and the UK and the UK and Europe are not. So the, the problem is sanctions don't work in the way that they, they think they do. And they're not really harming Russia because Russia's just expanding its markets into China and Iran and Brazil. You know, they're, they're hanging out with their pals in bricks, which is what we expected anyway. And remember, on Monday, you know, Russia and Iran have tied up their banks now so they can transfer funds between each other seamlessly without the use of the SWIFT system. So they're starting... I mean, BRICS is going to end up with its own banking system and we'll be tied out of it. So we won't be doing proper transactions with China, Russia, you know, uh, India, probably India as well, South Africa and Brazil. You know, these are all big developing nations. So... Yeah, Russia has an incredible amount of resources. Um, I think it's got more natural gas in the world than any than all the other nations put together. It has an incredible amount of rare earth minerals. It's got iron ore, it's got uranium, it's got absolutely everything. It's got oil, it's got everything it needs. Everything it needs. So um, America, on the other hand, doesn't quite have everything it needs. But if it doesn't, what does it do? It goes and takes it from another country, doesn't it? Because did you know that America occupies a third of Syria at the moment? And the third of Syria that it occupies is the third with the oil in it? Funny that. <laughs> did you know that America's helping Saudi Arabia to bomb Yemen? Because Saudi Arabia supplies America with what? Funny that. You know, America, America is a pretty corrupt nation when it comes to empire, because that, that's in fact that's a modern day empire. And if you don't follow America's way, if you don't trade with America properly, you end up getting the freedom installed, and it's just unfortunate. But that's that's the way it happens in this world, as it stands right now. But the problem you've got is you have big economic powerhouses now like China, which are coming to challenge America economically. And um, I don't see them. I don't. I've kind of backed off a little on, you know, I, I kind of still think China does want to see boots on the ground in America, but I'm not sure they're going to do it. But I think they will take Taiwan at some point. It's not a question of if. It's a question of when. So, anyway, um, did, we move, did we do that slide? No, we didn't. So the president of Croatia seems to be speaking um, truth, truth to power, perhaps. Um, the president of Croatia says it is mad to think that Russia can be defeated 
and slammed his NATO allies for supplying Ukraine with heavy tanks and other weapons that only cause more death. Yeah, I mean, he's bang on there. The problem is, you, you, it's very, very unlikely you're going to defeat Russia on its own doorstep. It's It doesn't appear to have any pretensions of moving into Europe, which would extend its supply lines. So, you know, there's, there's nothing to stop what they're doing just now. You're not going to stop Russia grinding away at Ukraine, and that's basically what they're doing. They're just turning it into a meat grinder, and they just... It's how the Russian machine works. It just grinds up everything. They, they, they'll pull their, them into conflict, and then the Russians will stand back and blast them with artillery until they then go back in and mop up all the pieces. That's the way they do it. So that's that's Russia. That's And Russia's got the patience to do that. They'll just keep grinding away. So... All you do by giving Ukraine weapons, especially in the pitiful amounts that were given them, you know, I mean, if if you think fourteen tanks is going to make a difference, if you think thirty Abrams tanks is going to make a difference, now remember, Ukraine had close to three thousand tanks at the start of this conflict, and they were equivalent tanks. I mean, they might not have been quite up to the top of the range Russian ones, but they were Soviet era tanks, so they were like T seventy twos and T eighties and things. So they're not bad tanks. Where are they? Where where are they? So why is Ukraine so desperate to get its hand on Leopard twos and and um, and Abrams? I, I don't think uh, I don't think the Western countries are putting these tanks out for anything other than to test them against against Russia and see how they do. Like, why else would you send 14, 14 tanks? That's what the UK is sending fourteen tanks. I mean. Really, that's ridiculous. I mean, say that out loud, people. We're sending them 14 tanks. They're facing 15,000. And we are sending them 14. Yeah. It boggles the mind. What are we thinking? That's just ridiculous. I mean, it's not funny. but It's, it's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> now, moving on to a more serious topic, um, have you heard about the war in Peshawar? The big bombing, the, bla uh, the big bomb blast that's killed over 59 people? Huh? So Pakistan and India are having, you know, they've, they've always had border conflicts. But, I mean, it's like, I, I didn't hear anything of this on the news. Nothing at all. And yet, you know, 59 people dead. Look at the state of the place. That wasn't just one guy with a vest on, you know? Oh. Oof. It's hard talking all the time. I don't know how Ben does. <laughs> Speaking of Saudi Arabia and... Putin! Uh, so, uh, apparently... Um, Apparently, um, Putin and the Saudi Arabian prince are, are having stronger ties and working on cooperation in OPEC. That's quite interesting because, you know, OPEC's the the, um, the, the effectively the oil cartel that sets the price for oil. Um, so if Russia's going to be part of that, then you won't be able to downgrade the price of Russian oil because OPEC set the price. Not daft, is he? Is he? Not as daft as you might think. <clears throat> so that's just what I was alluding to earlier. Um, Ian Miles Chung, I think, came up with this, that uh, if you private your account, you seem to get better reach. And and our good friend Ben, um, may, may the good Lord rest his soul, um, our good friend Ben... <laughs> Tried this out yesterday. I think he privated his account, and uh, apparently his reach did appear to increase. Um, and then Mr. Musk has done the same thing, and he's now said um, he's now come across and said, um, "Yes, something appears to be wrong." So Musk has accepted that there's something wrong, and something needs fixed. So we need to um, 
we need to trust that he's going to fix it. I'm still not convinced. I mean, I can't even post a video in a in a private DM group. I don't understand that. Yeah, if your account's private, you can't retreat. Yeah, we know that. But you get better reach, so more people see it. So, I mean, if you don't, if someone doesn't see, this is what I don't understand. Why can't you retweet? Retweet? I can't say tweet today. Why can't you retweet something that someone's privated? Because all you do is take a screenshot and then tweet it out. So it's not as if they get anonymity or, or you know, they get. They don't even get any privacy. In fact, it's probably worse because you're taking screenshots of the stuff. So it's probably going to be kept there forever. It's not It's not as if you could go and delete it and then the link would disappear because that screenshot's going to be there forever. So so why? Why? Stupid. Don't understand it. Don't understand the point. Don't understand the point of people that don't want their stuff retweeted because I thought the whole thing was about reach and reaching as many people as you could. So why would people do that? I... I don't understand it. If if I if I'm missing something, please inform me. Please inform me. <laughs> the CDC have come out with billing codes. Now this is how so the American medical system has all these billing codes because you know it, it, it's run as a for-profit organization. Uh, it's all controlled by insurance, and the doctors will bill you know, with all these different codes so that they can work out the bill and the insurance companies can say, yeah, that's an acceptable code and you know, pay the amount that it's due. So they've, the CDC have created uh, billing codes for doctors to keep track of people who refuse to take a COVID treatment. That's interesting. And why should these codes, why should we, why should we need to take notice of people who have refused to take a medical treatment? I mean, do we take do we take notice of people that refuse to take, you know, like um, athletes' foot powder if they've got athletes' feet? <laughs> do we refuse? Do we do we take notes of people who refuse to go to the dentist if they've got toothache? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the difference? What is the difference? And it's not as if it's not as if it's a terribly deadly disease, is it? Not like you know, not like catching Ebola and then someone spitting on you. You know, I just what can you say? It's just ridiculous, ridiculous. We are going to finish early, aren't we? I should have had more slides in thirty-three. <laughs> thirty-three. <laughs> I do like a laugh. I do. Speaking of laughs. I should really, but I'm going to read this out. A Muslim businessman has claimed that he was given pork while in the custody of the police. Despite it being against his relig religion to eat such products, Rahim Hussain was being held on suspicion of being drunk and disorderly in a public place and criminal damage. Now, just a point, Rahim. Isn't it against your religion to consume alcohol? I think you'll find it is. So, I'm sorry, but your complaint is now falling on deaf ears because you can't be, you can't be selective in your religion, surely. Not in a religion that's so prescriptive that it tells you what you should drink or shouldn't drink. What's the... Ben, get off. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? He's got to get involved somehow, hasn't he? So he's got to get in there and fucking annoy me and throw everything off. Thanks, Ben. Fucking knobber. I can't hear you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, what are you want?
Thanks a fucking lot. Um, don't go off now because I had to cancel the third wheel. So the 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 slides will all be off now if if you come out. So you'll need to stay on. Oh my god. What do you want me to say? Wait, what's up with you? You're big pawns. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I can see that. So you're not dead. He's not dead, people. He's not dead. Oh, you can't hear Ben because the desktop audio is not on. That's what. Well, I don't need to turn desktop audio on because you weren't fucking here, were you? <laughs> well, I don't know if he's getting his hair and nails done. He certainly needs to get something done. Look at the stadium. Look at the stadium, yeah. This, isn't, this the... isn't normally how you see him. I mean, it, it actually, it does show you people that, you know, when you go out on a date with someone, that's not necessarily what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, a couple things. It does he look like Richard D. Hall? <laughs> I think Rachel D. Hall's better look. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Right, a couple of things, Ben. A couple of things. What is it, mate? So, so they didn't hear what I said. Yeah, I threw me back, and yeah, I've been up. I've been stuck on the couch since 6am and I'm just sitting out here in the kitchen. I thought I'd come and say hello to John and give him some extra time to pad him out. Yeah, thank right? you. Because, he, thank because you. he said, I'm about to finish. No, I didn't say I was about to finish. I said I, uh, there was, I was probably going to finish early. You uh, probably that, that happens. Finish early, it happens when you go through the um, the slides on your own. You know that. I also wanted to congratulate you because you did very well. <laughs> Very well. I'm not finished, but Trudy, <laughs> Trudy says she feels like we've been catfished. <laughs> <laughs> At least they put his teeth in, Trudy. I mean, it could have been worse. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking good today, oh. Anyway. Hey, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks Ben, for coming on and making me look so good. <laughs> You're just certainly the attractive one today, John. <sighs> yeah, let's talk about Jay Leno. Right, so do you remember he, um, remember he had a car crash and burnt himself and all that? Or he burnt himself oh, at yeah, yeah. a barbecue? I mean, the guy's a walking disaster zone. So now apparently... He's old! Yeah, but what's he doing? He, he gets knocked off his Harley by being clotheslined. <laughs> do you know what that means? I do. <laughs> he was I riding do. across a car park and ran into a fucking wire that was strung <laughs> across it. I mean, the guy's obviously a liability. He needs to stop this. Well, it's not just him, is it? I mean, when Harrison Ford was filming Star Wars yeah. The Force Awakens, he crashed his plane on a golf course. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. These, these, that's these old true. Americans are... Uh, they're a liability. They're, they're, they're a liability. So he's Absolutely got, they are. So he's got a broken collarbone, two broken ribs, and two cracked kneecaps. That's going to hurt in the morning. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't put out the papers today, have I? No, you didn't. You didn't put the papers out. So does, ask the chat, do they want to see today's papers? Do you want to see today's papers or do you want to see tomorrow's papers tomorrow? <laughs> oh, no, they can have both. You can have today's papers today, but, it's there is got, a but. they're going to be late. What's the but? They're going to be live at 8 p.m., Live? Oh no, they're not going yeah, live. No, no, you can't go live. Remember? Be no, 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 you can't go live. Remember what we talked about? I, I do. You can't go live because then you'll interfere with this stream. The show will be around about nine pm. No, no, it can't. It can't. You can't go not live. live. You you can put out a video. Not live. Go, not live. I'll film it as if it is live, and then I'll troll them all so yeah. they think that I'm live. Yeah, yeah. And, and Bella, really, I'm not. Belladonna says they're old now. 
And Beats Crate says, yes, they do. Uh, and Adam says, don't mess with the schedule. There's a schedule? Of course there's we a schedule. schedule. We, we schedule, schedule this shit? Uh, Trudy says, John said, no, uh, no. <laughs> you know what? What, Ben? I think just do the papers tomorrow, mate. I think just, I just, take, just take the day. You need, you look, your body's obviously telling you that you need to take a break. So take the break, relax. I've taken a fantastic amount of painkillers. Yep. So relax and do not take any more painkillers, right? Just take the time and recover and come back refreshed and revitalised tomorrow. That's what I would, I, I, I would advise. I, 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 this is giving them a good, good, good look at how much work goes into all of this before a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have commented on it, mate. They have commented. Uh, uh, what? I mean, it, it, it's a lot of work, people. It's a lot of work. Right? And, and I, I do it. Trudy, I feel it. Trudy has said, Trudy has said, you look like shit, Ben. Rest up and get better. <laughs> anyway, speaking of looking like shit, so um, we're on to the funny section now. But rapist I can who, see them behind you. Yeah, rapist who claimed evidence against him was witchcraft is jailed. Witchcraft. Now, you might think You might think this happened in deepest Africa, but no, no. Peterborough man <laughs> claimed the evidence that he was a rapist was witchcraft. So it must have been good, powerful witchcraft because was he's in the jail. Witchcraft? What? Juju witchcraft. Yeah, but he's in the jail, so it was powerful witchcraft indeed. Powerful witchcraft got in the jail. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that's just ridiculous. I mean, what? I'm what, assuming. He, he also thinks it's witchcraft that the video appeared of uh, Tyree Nichols being kicked. That's also witchcraft in this guy's uh, possibly <laughs> mentality, he, right? He, he probably thinks you steal his soul when you take his photo. <gasps> his soul? <laughs> what? His soul? You think he's got a soul? <laughs> Do you think any of us have got a soul? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, we're now going to get all existential, as existential, aren't we? Um, so, so let's you know, not get existential, and let's just answer that question now. Mind or consciousness? You know, I mean, what's is there a difference? You've got to think about it, and and the question, question. is: is your brain your center of consciousness, or is your brain your receiver of consciousness? Because <sighs> what That's happens? A... What happens to the TV when it breaks? Right, the program mm -hmm. is still running. But the TV's just not picking it up. What happens if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around to hear it, John? Well, the tree falls in a forest and nobody's around Does to hear it. Does it make it. a sound? <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't ask that. <laughs> does it make a sound, John? Oh, if you're there, yeah, it does. If you're not, then who can tell? Who can tell? But anyway, but but that, that really doesn't answer the, the question I was posing, which is... Is your brain the centre of consciousness or is it the receiver of consciousness? Now, there's one for you to ponder while, we're, while you're waiting on the next gem of wisdom from Chasing Descent. I didn't know where to put this in the funnies or not. Mm. So it's from the, the gift that keeps on giving, which is obviously the New York Post. New York I'm Post. an ex-banker. Uh, Comma, mm -hmm. genderless dragon, close comma. Now my son won't talk to me. Can you freaking blame him? <laughs> no, I'm out. That's it. Can you blame him? That's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, what would you do Genderless dragon. A genderless dragon. A genderless dragon. Yeah, genderless dragon. What would you do with it? What would you do with it? Oh, anyway, uh, right, and this probably shouldn't be in the funnies either, but, you know, it's ironic more than funny. So right. one, it's not a joke. One-eyed seal swims into lake, right? Feasts on 4K's worth of anglers' carp. I Lo saw this. Locals flock to view. 
fishery owner receives death threats because obviously he wants rid of the seal, right? And it's eating all his profits. Mm-hmm. Marine life rescue divers seek to dart it. It drowns. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's another fray of the walrus, isn't it? Is, it is, isn't it? An injured <laughs> seal that made an Essex fishing lake its home for seven weeks after swimming miles upriver from the North Sea has been killed by a failed rescue attempt. Yeah. I mean, what what can you say about that? Really, it's pretty sad. It's it's yes, pretty sad, pretty sad. So here's David Lammy. What did David Lammy say? David Lammy said, because of the Eula's extension and all that, tradesmen should use the tube. And then we have yeah, because a... like okay, let's uh, say I'm a carpenter. I'm oh, a carpenter. Oh. Then we have a picture here. Has he seen the inside of your average tradesman's van? <laughs> <laughs> so how do you take all that in the tube, Lammy? You absolute pillock. Absolute pillock. Uh, the ULES extension is. It's a crime as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they had all of the public consultations. More than, I think more than 60% were against it. That's correct. Um, it, it's obviously something the public don't want. And whilst it's kind of funny what Lammy has said, you have to remember people. Uh, and I said it in the chat earlier. These people are your elected representatives. They yeah. are not your master's. And you need to remind them of that. You need to start putting them in their place. And their place is to represent your interests. If they don't want to do that, then they can fuck right off. And I'm sorry for swearing. Yeah, you're always telling me not to swear. Yeah, well, I think that sometimes it's appropriate, John. Okay. (laughs) So check this guy out. Um, <clears throat> this is the uh, head of the NATO military committee, Admiral Rob Bauer. He looks Very terrified. He looks terrified. NATO yep. is ready for a direct confrontation with Russia. No, no, we're not. But but the alliance must rearm. So either they're ready or they're not ready. So what he's saying is they're not ready for a direct confrontation with Russia because they must rearm. Uh-huh. So make your mind up and don't and look that, so that's terrified. That's basically telling Russia, yeah, we can't beat you right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. We don't have the arms for it. That's they, what he's they, saying. They can't beat them. They can't. NATO's a failed force. It really mm. is. It's a joke. Mm. Now, mm. this is a good one. AP have now descended to the level of com- of comedy. Okay. The Associated Press here. Yep. Associated Press style book. So we recommend avoiding general and often dehumanising the labels, such as the poor, the mentally ill, the French, the disabled, the college educated. Right, okay. There's a I mean, I, under, I, I understand, you know, I, I can understand. I can understand all of them, except the college educated. Why is that? How's that dehumanizing? Because well, what, what, what they're anyway, trying to get to anyway, is it creates a class divide. Yeah, I know what they're trying to do. Instead, use wording such as people with mental illnesses and use those descriptions only when clearly relevant. Okay? But then go on to clarify <laughs> the use of the French and this tweet by <laughs> Associated Press was inappropriate and has caused unintended offence. Oh, to whom? To the French, perhaps? The French. Oui, oui. An updated tweet is in is upcoming. <laughs> merci, merci. You have insulted us French people associated press. And, and merci. Never, never under any circumstances, right? Call mm-hmm. them cheese-eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Yeah, Ben. I'm doing this for Vaughan, right? Oh, what are you going to do, mate? Say purple burglar alarm. Piss off. (laughs) So our six-year-old handed us a note. His teacher had called my wife and I in for an emergency meeting. We asked our son if he had any idea why, and he said she didn't like a drawing I did. We went in the next day. 
His teacher pulled the drawing below out and said, I asked him to draw his family and he drew this. Would you mind explaining? Not at all, my wife said. Family vacation, snorkeling off the Bahamas. <laughs> I just thought that was a little bit humorous. A little bit, perhaps. Perhaps not. Ha ha ha! And to finish it off, this guy is going to hell. Smile right. when you get it. I can't see the picture. Okay. You'll have to describe it to me. Well, the guy's there holding a cone. Right, I can't see it. An ice cream cone. But it doesn't have ice cream in it. It's got a fat part. <laughs> that looks like ice cream. The Dasha has spotted it. <laughs> he is holding it at the wrong angle, I know. I should, should have tilted it slightly. But yeah, he is going to hell. So anyway, there we go. So thank you, Ben. Attending this um, this production of Chasing Descent Live, and I hope you... I hope people have enjoyed it, and I apologise for not being my uh, my um, normal self. But everybody, give a like and congratulate John, and tell him just how well he did. Because I tell you what, I was I was enjoying every minute of that. I was in the chat there. I was engaging. You did a great job, John. Thank you, Ben. And um, I'd like to thank everyone that's attended this episode 195 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and Ben. It's been great for you. Thank you. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah.